Welcome to the podcast station where we share exciting stories, interesting facts, lots of laughter, and lots of hope as we talk about caring for our human bodies in the 21st century. We have one ultimate goal, and that is to help you develop a newfound perspective and sense of appreciation for the incredible human body that you're living in. If you would like to join us for more educational courses or professional certifications, see us online at www.holistichealtheducators.com. Great to have you with us. Hello, Hello. everyone. We're so happy to have you here for today's podcast. Today, we are. yes, today I am. I'm very excited too. Is that why you're like cutting me off? Because you're so excited. You want to start talking about everything right you know away? What? Take it away, Karen. No, no, it's fine. You can take it away. <laughs> um, the reason today's topic is a little bit different than normal. And the reason for that is we just kind of noticed we've been talking about a lot of scientific topics lately, neurotransmitters and nerve regeneration and digestive health and sleeping better. And uh, a huge part of life is our mental health and uh, how, what thoughts we talk, we say to ourselves throughout the day, just what once runs through our minds. And um, before it was, as we were planning out our topics for the rest of the year, and we have all these scientific topics we want to talk about. My heart was just drawn to having a discussion about how we find peace in a world where there's so much going on. And the funny thing is there's always been this much going on. We just haven't been exposed to 32 gigabytes of information a day like we are today. In case anyone's curious, they've, they've done analyses that we're exposed to about 174 newspapers worth of information a day. Okay. So I, I mean, if we're, if we're speaking literally, the world's actually been way worse than this, like way worse, insane, like insane things going on in other countries related to warfares and uh, natural disasters and complete government over, well, we are seeing some interesting things, things with the government, right but now, um, <laughs> just a lot of things going on. But we, you would hear about it in like the weekly or the monthly newspaper instead of 174 newspapers worth of information a day. And so this topic's really relevant because not only is there so many things that we're exposed to, that also leaves us with the question, what do we care about? And I don't mean care about like you're heartless if there's some topics you don't care about, but you can't possibly physically and emotionally invest in every single thing that is interesting or that you think you should get involved in or else that'll drive you insane. It drives me insane. And so I had a big skill set I had to learn this past year was learning how to pick my battles and learn and learn what to trust in the hands of other people who feel drawn to that field, what to trust them with, and then what to focus on that I feel drawn to address and that I know is my calling to address? Uh, and how do I protect my path in life, which involves detaching myself from other people's paths? And I don't mean cutting them out of my life. I mean, their part, I, I don't have to care about every single purpose on planet earth because I know what I'm drawn to. So that's what this discussion is about is um, how, what are things that you've done to find inner peace over the past 18 months? Because I mean, I had tried therapy before COVID started for curiosity and fun. I was like, I love learning how the brain works. Like, yeah, I want to try out this therapy kind or this form of counseling or this form of, you know, energy healing. And I was always so curious, but COVID drove me to my knees this whole past 18 months when in terms of how hard, I mean, being a business owner during COVID, um, what can go on between families during COVID when there's differing belief systems regarding medical care and, and political practice of medicine. <laughs> And 
uh, when it, when, and your own life was just all the disruption in your normal routine and your, you know, a lot of people didn't have access to a lot of their normal coping mechanisms during COVID due to lockdowns. And so we've all kind of been, I don't mean to say all, but a, a lot of people I talked to over the past 18 months reached places in their mental health that they may have never been at before, or they were at least just different problems than they had ever faced before. So this discussion may be a little overdue, but it's going to be exciting because now we all have 18 months under our belt where we can talk about how did we find a path to peace with all the commotion that appeared around us. And, and that's what we're talking about today. So welcome. <laughs> that was a great welcome, by the way. It was like almost <laughs> touching, like cheery eyed. Oh, thank you. I'm glad. We'll and it's true. Like I'm, I'm a documentary fan. I follow a lot of neat things on Telegram. I, I love seeing all the protests and all the exciting things that are happening on the world. People standing up for what they believe in. People that are vaccinated. People who aren't vaccinated. They're all coming out. And they're like, there's the whole world is exciting. And it's at your fingertips on your telephone or your computer. And I think that is what is, it's exciting, but it also is you have to find that balance. And I'm so glad that you used the word balance because if we don't have enough positivity going in, it's like a bank account. I always say every relationship, and this is your relationship with the world is like a bank account. You know, if there's no deposits, there can be no withdrawals. And so if we're watching things that are intense and a little bit scary, maybe a little negative, maybe we don't understand it all, or we read something and then we have to do some research to see if that's actually what they said. And is that actually what the, you know, the entire survey is showing, like all the back end, all the rabbit holes we can be going down right now. We can go down those rabbit holes. I've been down hundreds of them, but I'm still balanced because my, my kids hear me they're they love it but anyhow you have to put enough good in otherwise you're stuck in the hole and you're not going to come out you're going to start rotting down there and being angry and bitter and you aren't going to survive and, and have everyone's oxygen. crazy yeah. Yeah. yeah when the world is 99 phenomenal people we have just amazing people standing around you all of the time yeah. they we every, every and remembering everybody's beliefs are based on what they know so if you're new into some of the research on these items and these topics then you're not going to know as much as someone who's gone down a hundred rabbit holes. And it doesn't matter. We need to have that balance. So the self-help books and the, the wonderful you know, affirmations. I, when I work out in the morning, I have a whole area that I have all these sayings in. And my favorite one is right here. I'm going to read it to you in a little bit, but like making sure we're putting enough positivity, positivity, positivity in. So when we pick up our phone or we go on the computer and we pop on parlor or telegram or, or Facebook, then we're able to like balance it and not be swarmed down into the pits of despair and the whole world's going to, you know, freak out and everybody's no, remember, <laughs> And I just sent this text to a relative because they had they texted me something. Um, and I was like, oh, I don't think you got your information in the right place because you probably had it on the news. And I'm like, remember, this is paid programming. It's tell a vision. That's what they're trying to do. And so we need to be just no one to turn it off and no one to go into your own heart and your own spirit and kind of bring that balance. And, and, to, so. not, and to not judge yourself. Yeah, for stepping back to protect yourself. Because that's one issue I faced is just like, I would constantly be like, Amy, why aren't you fighting harder? You know, how come you're not more involved? Like, um, just some of the topics I really care about every time I went to go get involved in certain capacities, cough, cough, social media debates and posting about it. I just felt completely restrained by whether you call it this, the Holy Spirit or your intuition or, um, just a higher source of light. I felt totally restrained and I didn't understand why 
I, I really like <clears throat> almost judged myself for quite a while for not fighting for the, what I believe in, in that capacity. And it wasn't until late of this past year, 2021, um, I had a really beautiful, like guided prayer, uh, led by this wonderful religious woman I'd met. And I had this, and this huge epiphany in the middle of this prayer. And it was really cool. Cause earlier that day I was like complaining. I was like, how come I feel restrained when I want to fight this fight and blah, blah, blah. And in the middle of this prayer, it just came out that, um, I'm still participating just in a different way. And I don't need to be on, on Facebook blowing up the world of my opinions, but I can be creating anatomy and physiology courses that will empower people with so much information about how their body works. They're going to be able to tell for themselves where there's gaps in the system and, and where things need to change. And, and I can focus on working on programs here at Holistic Health Educators, and I can focus on loving the people who are in my circle. And that's how I can contribute to uh, the world moving forward. So just um, that's, I had written two down, two things down here in terms of like one of the biggest things that's helped me in the past 18 months is one is one learning how to pick my battles and two um, understanding that every battle might be fought differently or that how I participate may be different than how someone else participates, but that doesn't mean we both don't care. And I'm so happy for the social media warriors I know who are advocates of things and posting the things that need to be posted and all that, um, because that's not the arena I feel called to at all right now. And so I'm so grateful that they're there and that they are doing it. I'm so happy to stand behind them, but I just feel called to participate in this movement in a different capacity. And so those are my two things is one learning how to how pick my battles to accepting that we all might be fighting our battles differently and i have like really our shaman friend mm -hmm. um he has never mentioned a word about what's going on with the government and covid and all of that but i guarantee you from the amount of enlightenment and pure love that he's been giving to other people of just helping us break the mold of our past thinking patterns, he's been a huge tool in in what's going on right now, yeah, despite ever deliberately saying it that way. So I'm well, glad you mentioned And before that. you get into the seasons, yeah. I wanted to mention, you, you touched on something that was awesome. Like if we, when we raise our vibrational frequency um, as a whole, that is measurable. Like it's it's 100% measurable. And you've driven through a city where you're like, oh, let's just not stop here for gas. Let's just go to the next city right then or you go a into town, a place your town, town right and then you feel a great place like oh my gosh it feels wonderful right the vibration of the people living in your area actually matters and so the so making sure that in your own home you're able to help raise that vibrational frequency any way you can through food through music through waterfalls salt lamps it doesn't matter right kumbaya whatever you need to do and then make sure that you can start reaching out to the people in your community to raise that vibrational frequency so i thought that was great that you that you point out that you're just trying to keep yourself you know, vibrating higher. Level. And we all need to be doing that. Yes. Yes. Okay. So okay. um one other thing I wanted to mention. I'm not sure if I should go over these stats now or at the end. You can do stats right away. I'm okay. gonna be cool. Well one thing that Karen here. talked about is just like the balance of um of feel, you know, in spite of like things that are negative and challenging that like deserve our attention that are going on. Um, also just uh, balancing it out with good things. And um, one thing that we all are aware of doesn't get as much press in the newspaper is like advancements in our society. So I just wanted to share a few really exciting statistics because we monitor these in epidemiology. Um, that's what I got my undergraduate degree in. So we use statistics to study the cause and spread of disease as well as health behaviors. And so global trends are a big part of what we measure. So just 
there's things like um, since the 90s, traffic-related deaths from people getting in a car accident are actually down 94% due to improvements that engineers have made in the way that, that vehicles are constructed collecting all this data on how people died in accidents and what they can do to improve the inside of a vehicle to prevent that. So deaths are down by a huge margin. Um, the global poverty rate is down um, in the back in the 1800s, it was as high as the high 80s uh, percentage-wise, high 80s, low 90s percentage-wise. It's actually down to 11% today. Um, even back in 1987, it was 35%. So now it's down to 11%. So this is just part of the whole world globalizing and advancing economies. We do have a smaller amount of people living in extreme poverty than ever. And hopefully we can completely eradicate that one day. Um, child mortality is down by over half even since the 1990s. And so it's down by 69% in India, 83% in China, um, over 100% in Africa, which means it's like completely cut in half. Mm -hmm. um, and then literacy, global literacy rates from the 1800s, it was 16%, and now it's up to 85% globally. So we still have a ways to go, but more children are in school than ever before, and um, more people are getting educated than ever before. So I just wanted to share some, just some statistics, because there are a lot of metrics that the world's improving on, and we, those don't always come across our uh, news feed, like, hey, do you know there's like less people living in extreme poverty than ever before? Like, we can, if we keep moving forward, like, we can reach a level where uh, people are better taken care of worldwide. So um, those are just some fun stats. So I'm going to turn it over to you and then we can start asking questions. I, just, I thought you were going to do the, the winter season thing. It's so I cool. Do. Okay. Final thing. And then I'm done talking. And then I'll read this. And then we can And then it's group discussion time. I have to read this though. Okay. I would love that. Okay. So one of the best things uh, that I've learned in therapy over the past year, uh, I actually learned this one from my life coach. Um, because I switched life coaches after like four or five months. Cause I just, my other life coach was like really business oriented. And I was like, I need help with my mental health. Like I feel so much pressure right now. Like, I, can you switch me to someone who just focuses on mental health? And he's like, they're like, yep. So switch to this guy who does, he's like a big Tony Robbins, um, uh, mental health guy. And he heard me talk about everything in my life. And then he was like, oh, he's like, you're in winter right now. He's like, that was a, you were just in winter. He's like, so let's look at, you know, let's talk about winter, but like eventually you're going to be in spring and then you're going to be in summer and then you'll be in fall. And he's like, these are seasons of our life. So he takes me through the four seasons and he says like in winter, um, it's like a more, you know, think about you being inside of a cabin, it's quieter. Um, and, and some things die off in your life and it can feel really cold sometimes. And like, you know, old ideas die, sometimes relationships go up and down and you're more, um, maybe there's a little bit of loneliness or, um, loss or whatever, whatever happens, uh, what you would associate with winter happens during winter. And then as you come into spring, that's where like new ideas emerge and you get a newfound sense of hope. And you're like, you get this like new ideas, like picture, like the days you start to sprout out of the ground, but you're not quite in summer, but you're coming out of winter. And then you have this spring season in your life with like fresh growth. And then you have summer. And this is when like things are rolling, like picture, like the train is just chugging along. And so, you know, you feel purpose and direction in your job you feel like your relationships are on a are on a good track um or you just are feeling a lot of growth and productivity and focus and then fall is when you reap what you sow so that's when you um reap your accomplishments um that's when you celebrate your successes and maybe that's also when you reap the repercussions of what you didn't do over the summer um and so summer falls when you harvest and so he just described it like that 
And I just remember looking at him and being like, wow, that was the longest winter of my life. I was, I was crying because like, it just really touched me as I realized like without judgment, I really did just go through a winter season in my life. And I just told him, I was like, I'm ready for spring now. Like I'm grateful for everything I learned. You learn a lot during winter. You learn a lot. It's a lot about tearing you down so you can learn and you find new mentors and you find new information and you're preparing for spring. And then you enter like more of like the thrive direction mode. And let me know if anyone here can relate to that. If any of you have gone through a winter in the past year of your life or the past 18 months of your life. Um, but just that analogy brought my heart so much comfort to realize that changing seasons are just part of life like we will have ups and downs we will experience all these different seasons in life and that's not to say like we're doing something wrong or something's wrong with us or we're always meant to be happy it's just seasons are just a beautiful part of life and so when we can appreciate it for the highs and lows like that it can really bring a lot of uh, perspective and what what i like about that amy when you share that is that we can't we it is it could be a week that we are in winter. It could be a month that we are in winter. It doesn't have to be 18 months or four years. Some people are for four years, right? Yeah. And then you can be in summer for three years and then go into fall. Or you can be like, it really like varies depending on, you know, what's going on in your life. And so right now we might've all gone through a winter. A lot of people going into spring, a lot of people in summer, look at them. They're everywhere. Every Saturday in France, there's all these exciting things happen all over the world. And if you're not aware of what's going on around the world, find a source that you trust to learn, you know, find the people on Telegram that are, that are posting all this excitement that's going on everywhere around the world. All the things coming out with all the governments, with everything's being exposed and it's coming to the surface and it gets exciting. If that's what you care about. If you care about it. Exactly. Not care, but like but if like, that's what you follow. If you yeah. just turn the news on every day, trust me, you're not going to get out of winter. There's no. no way you can get out of yes. winter. The more negative you put into your life, the more you're going to stay in winter mode. So just recognizing who in my life is negative, who is making me feel sad and depressed who and then you have to just invite invite delete right or, or just you know let that you know turn that into the next season yeah love it thank That's you all. do you want to read your quote now okay i read my book there you go ready and here it goes this is a poem and it is i sometimes forget that i was created for joy my mind is too busy my heart is too heavy Heavy for me to remember that I have been called to dance, the sacred life of dance. I was created to smile, to love, to be lifted up, and to lift others up. Oh, sacred one, untangle my feet from all that ensnares. Free my soul that we might dance and that our dancing might be contagious. I thought that was great. So I read that every day because I'm like, don't forget that we were born to dance. You know, we weren't born to, you know, wallow, wallow. stay inside. Yeah. I love that poem. Thank you so much. Our wonderful friend, uh, Jade Eason, many of you know her as Pearl. Uh, she sent that poem to us. Mm -hmm. and it just came at the perfect time. It did. Jade talks to a lot of people. And anytime I was like feeling really out of it, I'd be like, Jade, I feel so out of it. Am I the only one? He's like, she'd be like, nope, everyone's feeling out of it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> really comfortable. Awesome. So. Okay. Well, thank you so much for hearing a word or two about Karen and I um, and what things have helped us. Is there anything last thing you want to share about no, I think well, things will come up. I mean, how do you keep yourself balanced, right? Yes. Making sure enough positive goes in. We don't focus on the negative, making sure that we you know, exercise that and take care of the bodies. And thrill. Yes. And let's hear what they all have to say. Okay. I awesome. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Mom. Okay. So now we would love to hear from you on uh, what you've learned. I, like I would especially, or what, what have you learned in the past that's really served you over the past 18 months? And what have you learned in the past 18 months that has really served you? So um, how this will work is if you don't mind just um, raising your hand, the little icon um, on the 
Wait, how do people raise their hand? I don't know. We're the host. I don't see where they raise their hand. Okay, Iris, raise your hand. While Iris <laughs> is sharing with us, everyone else can figure out how, how to, to raise, raise your, your hand. hand. <laughs> okay. So my contribution for today is, I think your fundamental viewpoint, like many of the points that you made today are ways that I cheer myself up and I actually follow those tracks. And I think also you can look at your own life for those of us who've had that opportunity and recognize that humanity is always, to me, about a cycle of growth and decline and growth and decline. And so you can either determine to be the revolution that changes your life, or you can sit up there and groan and moan and stifle your bones. Be the revolution. I'm writing that down right rest. now, Iris. Mm. So that fundamental human revolution, um, I take from my own personal practice. I'm sure people have many practices here. But whatever our staircase is to source energy, that wonderful energy you described or vibration that you want to describe, um, <clears throat> when you call it at the level of source, when your pathway, staircase, I love to whoever said dancing was their favorite sport. I frequently dance whenever I've had a bad day. And don't let me have a pain day. That means I need major funk. You know, um, you know, we might have to pull out something from the 70s. Uh, you know, so, <laughs> yeah. so yesterday we pulled out, you know, like James Brown, things that I'm sure not young people know, but hello, we pulled them all out. We, we pulled out Parliament Funkadelic. So, um, and, but everyone can have whatever is their piece, because I might go from that to Yo-Yo Ma and the GOAT album. You see what I mean? So I think we all have to pull that. But the other key point that I learned from my former, um, the favorite form that I used that I took out of all the different methods I have studied, and I consult, so many of us have studied, so many, and there's such a diverse group here. It's like, call, I'm looking at everything and I say, okay, where's the OFG? Now, what's OFG stand for? Let's take, let's tell people, put it on chat. OFG, remember, it's all about making it now. Let's see what they say on chat. I had to go in and find it. Anybody know what OFG is? No, not yet. Okay. Let me give you the last word. Growth. What's OF stand for? It's an opportunity for That's growth. That's right, for growth. And my whole crew... You know, you have different crews. You have the crews of your age group. You have your last remaining aunties. You know, my mom just left. You know, you have all kinds of crews, but everybody in any crew I walk in, you know, you have your professional crew. You have your this crew. Everything is an opportunity for growth. And the, then you start, and the last piece you have to know is recognizing that we all live in at least five cultures. I live in America as a black woman a 10th or 11th generation American, you know, I live as a woman who has gone through disease-induced massive, we're not talking mild, we're not talking moderate, we're talking massive obesity, the kind where I tried to push the Michelin tire man over, and I said, ah, oompa. So you have to look at your opportunities for growth. Mm -hmm. That opportunity of growth affording me my steroids saved my brain. It took me two years to relearn all my drugs. Wow. That period allowed me to determine that I would not die in another two years. Hmm. Everyone, I, I bet you lots of people have these experiences in this group. Mm -hmm. We all have an experience of walking. Karen just did one on COVID. We walked to the other side. 
and how you walk there and understanding that everybody can't walk the same. Someone's encouragement must be taken as encouragement. And then you have to individualize and find out where you belong in that scale. What you put in your bathwater may not be the same as everybody else's bathwater, but it may be the bathwater that lets someone else keep walking into their stride. Okay, that's my encouragement for the day. The last piece. I wish to share the way I do forgiveness. Forgiveness is a basic and fundamental practice I learned from my home as a child, um, in various Christian traditions, African traditions, oh, indigenous traditions, Buddhist traditions. Are we getting the idea? Wherever it is, it's in every major holy path. I don't care if it's holy, it's about forgiveness. Take yourself out of judgment. Judgment is, I mean, it feels so good to say, you're nasty, low and low. You need to be in a chicken wire boat in the middle of the river. That's judgment. <laughs> Maybe if you're going to have a boat, you want to put an enemy in, put him in a chicken wire boat, okay? That's right. My daddy that's was judgment. Oh, you know, my daddy was from West Virginia, baby. When he decided to get revenge, he wasn't playing. And, uh, you know, but if you're going to, if you can release your, the chicken wire boat, it, well, first of all, if you can get them not putting them in the river. And even if you can't, recognize that who is riding down that river in the chicken wire boat is you. Mm. Then if you step back and you look for what's called the eight winds, and the eight winds might be peace and war, you know, great prosperity, abject poverty, great health, severe illness. Are you getting the idea? Mm -hmm. But to be in equanimity, to recognize that everyone has the capacity to enlighten to source, lets you say, well, let me enjoy this while I have this. And let me enjoy the other while I have that because I am attached to source and can change that. So you can always say, no matter how egregious and how ugly and how nasty. And like people said, I can remember having this dialogue with people after Charleston when they killed all those people in the church. Mm -hmm. And I said, you don't say I'm sorry for them. <laughs> you know, obviously somebody that just went out and murdered somebody is, doesn't really care if you're sorry or not. But I'm sorry for your feelings and pain. Mm -hmm. I forgive you. Thank you for the lesson. I send you love. <laughs> Once you've done that, then you can begin to take the steps to redress the issues, to begin to change the issues, and to do it where there's something left of you that would not be the same if you had done it with hate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that was, you, like whole, that was like whole pono uno. It is whole pono. It's okay. the same. What I tell you, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. One Thank of my so favorite much. affirmations, Iris, is I release all that is unlike the attitude of love. And when I had to sign my oh, break, I love that one. Oh, yeah. I love. I, I said, <laughs> we had it painted on our wall in one of our homes where the kids were raised. And, um, and literally like even today I was driving and I had like slam my brakes on or do something. And literally it went right through my mind, release all of that is unlike the attitude of love. I thought of something that, um, you know, had happened earlier in my life today and boom, it came right to my mind, release all, instead of going down that awful, you know, I was like, okay, Karen, let it go. Because how can we vibrate up here when we keep dwelling and dwelling and dwelling and bringing it up? And one of my favorite books, I don't know if you've ever read it. Um, all those of you, you can get it on audio is Untethered Soul. It 
Oh my gosh. It has so many one liners that if you're driving, you better have a pad and a paper right next to you. Cause you're gonna be writing down the entire time because that's what I did. And I came up with a page and a half of, of one liners, right. While I'm driving from, you know, the desert down to Vegas or something. I can't remember where I was, but like, that's a great, there's so many good books. And that's one thing I think we can focus on is okay. If you're going to spend 45 minutes looking at what's going on in the world and kind of catching up for an hour, we need to make sure we're getting an hour of positivity and exercise and, you know, and some, and some good listening for community and, and, and music. I have a sign on my fridge that says got music with a question mark, because if I'm ever in the kitchen, which is the main area of our home, and I'm starting to get like frustrated or I'm dwelling on something, I'm like, oh, that's right. I grab my Spotify and I put it, I hook it up to my speaker and I, I dance and I, I get loud and my kids, oh my gosh, I love loud music. And yeah. it helps. The, the friction and the movement of your muscle tissues moving, like literally creates energy in your body. That's another thing my life coach told me because the call started and I looked like a I looked like a squash probably. <laughs> and he was like, he put on music. He's like, you got to get up and dance. You got to get up and dance. He's like, anytime you feel stuck, you have to dance because what's the opposite of feeling stuck is having energy. And how do you, you can't create energy from a state of stillness. You can't create, you don't create energy here in your, in your muscle fibers and in your body. So anyway, dancing does like really cool things to you. So that was awesome. Thank you so much, Iris. Thank you, Iris. Love that. that. And the last thing is I'd like to know if anybody knows about the map. About the what? The map of human consciousness. Hawkins. David oh, Hawkins. Yes. yes. I, I knew you knew it, so that's why I said it like that. I said, go on. Bye. Yeah, you do it Do you ha, did you study with him? Oh no, I wish I had, but oh, you know. Man, same here. Well, I, I want you to explain it. Oh, I can't explain all of it, but the man who took his work and presents. He and I have been emailing back and forth because I'm like, I need to get you in here on a team. The man. Have you talked with Dara Walton? This one is, I have to look it up. You guys can talk, and you talk about something while I look it up. I'll okay. look it up. Well, yeah, I'm I just going to tell you, she does, she checks you, she does energy testing, for example, on everyone, on, on where you are on the level of the map. Here, I'd have to look up the map. I don't know if I could do all this on the phone. Yeah. But you can, yeah, send me her information. The map is yeah. fabulous. I would, I would actually suggest it to anybody. If you just look up David Hawkins, the map, mm -hmm. and get a summary, you'll see the map, and you'll see how we literally raise our vibrations. Mm -hmm. And that vibration is really changing the bioenergy human field that you have that will then change the field. That's the whole concept of where the butterfly comes from. Mm -hmm. What are you contributing to the field today? Mm -hmm. Somewhere somebody's dying, somewhere someone's something, somebody's getting married, somebody's happy, somebody had a flood, somebody had a death. What can you contribute to? You can't cure every single thing that happens on world of 7 billion people, but you can help change what is called in, in quantum physics, the zero point gravity field, or if you want to call it on the metaphysical level, you can change the energy that fundamentally emanates from source. That's beautiful. And cool. So that's what a Hawkins is about. It so is. maybe every day I check my level. And if it's not there, I throw on Spotify, Karen. Yes, we do. <laughs> that's right, girl. We should create a list that we all, you know, a playlist. <laughs> a playlist. <laughs> right. That'd be awesome. So cool. Thank you so much, Iris. I love that. So um, awesome. So I would love if anyone else would like to share something, uh, you can go ahead and uh, raise your hand. And if you can't figure out how to raise your hand, just pop your name in the chat. Like, hey, I have something to say and we'll call on you. And in the meantime, if you have found that because so much of this has gotten heavy, consider understanding natural alternatives to stress. 
to depression because you chemically, when you're that stressed and focused, you're going to reduce your iodine, you're going to reduce your calcium intake, you're going to reduce a lot of things that actually play a huge role in stress in and in depression. Health, yeah. And so make sure that you're maintaining your health with healthy food. And if that starts to go also, then you may want to look at some alternatives one -on -one. to catch out of that. Yes. Yep, and one-on-one yep, -on -one yep. therapy. That was literally just my call. Cause like calls mm -hmm. like this are amazing to hear other people's thoughts and to hear like, Oh, I would love to change my mind like that. But like, for me, there's nothing more like nothing better than that one-on-one -on -one attention with someone who can help me identify patterns in my brain that I am not even aware are running in my subconscious 24 seven. So I spent three and a half hours with the shaman last night. I it know. was amazing. She met my favorite shaman last night. I'm so happy. Met him. I introduced you guys. That's true. But I've been that. in love with him for the past okay, year. So he's but mine now. He's not, she's not really in love with him or anybody who's following her I love life. Little, okay. Anyway. Okay. Tammy, Tammy, you're up next. Thank you for raising your hand. I was pretty excited to learn how to raise my hand. That was pretty <laughs> me that whole time. <laughs> so um, as a counselor, you know, I've spent the last year and a half um, working with clients that have been struggling with all the things, you know, lack of employment and you just name it. They've been going through it, um, finances, the whole works. Um, and then we've got many that have come in because of um, illnesses related to being sick with the thing, you know, and just all the things. And um, it got to the point where I was really having compassion fatigue. Mm -hmm. I was really like, it was really starting to wear on me. And I was just throwing myself into work um, even more and more just to, I think, to avoid it or to avoid dealing with my own emotions related to it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if anybody else can relate to that, but, um, you know, when I, um, I'm a huge extrovert, so I get a lot of my energy from working with other people, but when those other people are in such a low vibration all the time, it's really hard to keep your vibration up. And so I started going to the gym. I started teaching a yoga class twice in the morning, um, two times a week, you know, just to, just to get that exercise myself and to get myself out there and to um, prepare myself for winter because it's hard when it's dark outside, you know, it just is. Um, and so I was going through this compassion fatigue. Y'all know that I'm looking at um, leaving my full-time job and working part-time um, with a counseling agency because I really want to be able to um, learn how to work with people in all spectrums and all ages uh and to be a really good support to you know the community and to the people that I love um but um I last week I'm gonna get emotional so I was at a work meeting last week and it was a couple hours away and I'm driving back and I'm just thinking oh, I've got to leave this job I'm so tired I can't wait you know my deadline is December 1st I've already put that out there months ago um, to leave this job and to start doing um, more of what I love what more where my passion is um, supporting people one-on-one -on -one with the holistic health coaching and you know and the students for um, holistic health educators and um, just really feeling down and I was, as I come through this really desolate area in Wyoming, um, I'm on this road and I come over this rise, over this hill, and at the bottom of the hill is a truck turned on its side. And I was first on scene to a fatality. 
Mm. So as I get there and you see all the things because it wasn't, wasn't pretty, you see all the things and there's this 16 year old boy wandering around on the road. And I just take him and I ask him, can I put you in my car? You know, will you come sit in my car? And I know that because it's a, it's oil filled country. And so I know there's going to be a truck or something along the way soon. Right. So I put him in my car and I'm sitting there with him just being present, you know, and then I have to take, luckily it was a state car. So they had a sleeping bag in the back. So I took that and covered up um, his grandmother that was the driver of the car and um, go back to the car and I just sit, he's in the seat and I'm just sitting on the rail next to him, just, you know, on the, the step or whatever you want to call it to the car. I'm just sitting there with him and I'm just like, I'm just being present and being present and I'm just sending him love. And what do you say to someone like that? What do you say? What do we say to the people in the world right now that are going through what they're going through on whatever level? How do we show compassion to them? How do we show support to them? I'm telling you what my compassion, what I thought was compassion to fatigue is not. Obviously my compassion is still there. It just took it to another level and it took it deeper. And from that day on, the next day I took off work and I sat in my backyard and I hugged a tree and I laid on my grass and I was just there. And I listened to the birds and felt the grass between my toes and watched a spider walking along the sidewalk and just watched the clouds, felt the sun on my skin. Those are the things that we can do to help bring us back. Those, just those little tiny things, just stopping and taking a deep breath and realizing you know, and Iris brought up a really great thing. I love the idea of, you know, assessing. We're coming to the end of the year, right? Assessing where we were at the first of this year and where we are now. So many of you have taken on, you know, your AO scan to help other people. You've taken on holistic health educator courses to help your, your family and help other people. Give yourself credit for that and realize where that's coming from and take an assessment and just, um, just, just take a deep assessment mm -hmm. of yourself and give yourself that credit and that congratulations and look in the mirror and get excited for where you are right now because you're doing amazing things. You're all here. You're all wanting to learn and grow. And I mean, what is better than that? Mm -hmm. You know, when you're faced with imminent death and watching it in front of your eyes and then realizing this is life and there's so much that I want to do and there's so many people I want to connect with and there's so so much I want to share with this world you know get in touch with that with yourself and just so that's that's what I'm learning to do is to take those just brief moments and just appreciate where I am yeah. At the moment. Wow. Thank you, Tammy. Thank you so much, Tammy. Very powerful. 
reminder. So thank you for sharing that. I don't know how to move on from that. that well, so I think the best heartfelt. thing that Tammy shared was just this a little simple thing, just taking a walk and looking Hugging at the flowers growing and now all the leaves are falling off. And look at like just being being aware of your surroundings and just seeing your beauty existence. and everything. Yeah. One of the things that um uh was shared last night was you know, relive your successes. You know, so if you're, if you relive those things, so Tammy, when you're like, look at this past year, look at, you're even coming every Tuesday. These are big things, you know, relive those wonderful things that you've been learning and make, make a note of them. So I thought that was just very well said. Yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah. And I second what Iris said that it is yeah. a miracle you were yes. there. It's like, what are the odds yeah. that us? adolescent counselor a counselor for at-risk adolescents was the mm -hmm. first on site at a scene like that with a 16 year old that's a miracle so mm -hmm. thank you tell me i'm, I'm um, one more little piece to that is i actually left my work meeting and it was you know two hours away bigger city i thought oh i haven't had lunch yet i'll go grab some lunch or i'll run to sam's club and the freeway entrance was right there as i left the parking lot and I literally just got on the freeway and started heading home. And I thought, oh, I guess I'm not stopping. I guess I'm just going home. It's just, so that's that other piece that just is definitely was a gift. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. That is amazing. And it's how we never know. We have those impressions just to trust the flow sometimes. Even bad things can end up being blessings. Like, oh, I missed the turn in for my, uh, you know, for the restaurant. Now I'm just going to go next to ours out food. But you were where you were supposed to be at the right time. So I have enough stories related to missing flights <laughs> and uh, change, sudden changes in schedule to have full peace of heart when disruptions happen in my schedule now. So. Yeah, that's beautiful, Tammy. Thank you so much. So, wow, this has been such an enriching discussion. It was. Can yes. I say one more thing? Yes, yes. No, 100%. Okay. And then I also, if we want to hear from one more person, I know we bled into the AO call today. I, I was totally planning on that. So um, I hope you are all okay with that. This is such a relevant thing to talk about. So we'll hear from Karen. And if anyone else would love to share, please go ahead and um, either raise your hand or put it in the chat. In, in the back of my book, Liv, I have, um, I wrap up the entire book with an analogy of using the labyrinth. I love labyrinths. If any of you have been in a labyrinth before, you all go into the labyrinth at the exact same space in the exact same area, and you all exit the labyrinth the exact same area. What's interesting is when you're in the labyrinth, you can have 15 people or four people, and everyone's in a different place in the labyrinth. Mm -hmm. But you all came in at the same place. You go to the middle of the labyrinth and you celebrate life together, you just pause, you reflect, and then you exit. But because everyone's walking at a different time, they're entering at a different time and they're exiting at a different time, there's all this movement. And I think people get hung up on their spiritual egos. And a spiritual ego is when, well, everyone should believe what I believe and they should know what I know and they should be eating what I eat and they should be exercising like I could do and they should be doing these things, right? Well, everyone should be doing that and then they'll be happy. That's the spiritual ego and it's very bad. It's very harmful, not only to you, but to everyone in your, in your circle and outside of your circle because you're at your, you're at your spot in the labyrinth, but you know, we're all in a different spot. And for you to think that yours is the only spot in the labyrinth, mm -hmm. well, that 
that's kind of not true, you know? And so making sure that we take that bird's eye view and we look at a labyrinth and we just relish walking along it. We look for the bees, we look for the clover buds. We look for all the little stones, the rocks, the flowers that are in our labyrinth pathway. And we appreciate that whole area of the labyrinth as we walk through it, realizing that all of our neighbors, everyone on this call, we're all just at different parts in this labyrinth. And even in the world today with everything that's going on, there are some people in very different parts of the labyrinth. And so when we hate those people and we're angry and we're bitter and we, we put out negative energy, that's just going to reflect right back at you. And your whole little labyrinth area might just start on fire. So like, don't do that. Like literally just realize that we are all in a different space. And we just, we just knew, I, I just wanted to that. throw that I in there. That's that. Okay. that was so beautiful. I love I, Karen. If anyone wants to know what to get Karen for her birthday, just buy like 50 acres and put a big labyrinth on it. Easy peasy. That's it. I'll bet. Easy peasy. That's, that's all she needs. Okay. Especially if it's a fairy garden at the same time. <laughs> bonus points if it's a fairy garden with little fairy points. cages. Anyway. Okay. Um, Adara has something to say because she has a five circuit labyrinth in her backyard and a peace pole. So, I love you, Adara. Yeah, Adara I'm we, flying out to see Adara. That's it. Her that, and I are that's just going to get Karen for so. her birthday. A, a plane trip. One yeah. way well, ticket to Adara. That's right. One way ticket. <laughs> Um, what I wanted to say, sorry, I missed the, I didn't get an invite and that's why you I was got one from me and don't forget to sit, talk about the map of consciousness. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I am, but I'm saying Iris had to send the invite. I would have been here from the beginning. So first of all, first thing I'm going to say is, um, I have a request that we do. I know we're on AO scanner time. I don't care. This is very <laughs> germane to our human consciousness and where we are going. So if we have to do the AO, fine, but I will ask that you do this again because I want to make sure I get an invite and I'm there from the very beginning of this discussion. Okay, number two, I wanted to say, Tammy, that was so heartfelt, but I had to go into another space because I felt myself going into sympathy and not compassion. And I felt that shadow side and sadness coming up. And I want everyone to recognize that is still your shadow. That's the dark side. And it will start to battle for your spirit and your soul. Okay. So what I want people to know, first of all, I recognize with Tammy, I'm going to say this first, and then this is just the rest of me and I'll shut up. But we have got to monitor our negative thoughts about ourselves, about a situation, about an event. You are God-sent, and I don't care what word anybody uses on here for God, creator, source, I am. Use whatever it is. You were sent there to do exactly what you did in that moment. And so I want everyone to recognize that negative thought in all manifestations, and when you drop it, you have to monitor when you're dropping, and you have to stop because there is the map of consciousness. I'll talk about that for a minute and then I'll get off of it. But that was that was an angel that was sent. There were angels, there were guides at that site and they knew who had the heart. They knew who was getting off from work and it was mm -hmm. your heart, your love that went there and got that compassion. And you will be blessed for that when you need to. Sorry if I sound like I'm going into my mediumistic thing, but I am. And I'm here for a reason. I'm going to say what I need to say before I get off this call. So um, that was the first thing. The second is we can be our own victims. We can victimize other people with negative thought more than any other element in your life. And we have to guard against that because what happens 
Our world is duality. Thoughts are things, as you know, and those things manifest into a solid kind of thing. And so we attract those forces that battle, not just for you, for your children, but that thought energy has everything in determining what gets drawn to you. So if you fluctuate between drawing the good, you fluctuate between drawing whatever, they will do battle over you to form tighter energy bonds in you. And so we have to feed you. You all have heard the story about, okay, which wolf are you going to feed? Okay, the one that's, okay. So what we have to do is we really have to stay positive. So try not to waste your energy on denial. Even me, I'm not perfect. If I do something wrong, I'm going to admit it. If my best loving friends call me to task, I'm going to stand back, look outside. My, well, if I do that, own it. Own it, be accountable, but don't get into attacking yourself, don't get into self-castigation, don't get caught in that web of the shadow side taking you over. We have to stay in the love. We have to stay. You have to see your own potential for goodness and for love. You have to acknowledge that that energy that we, you know, battle with day in and day out. So when I lay down my head at night, I'm just going to ask, what did I do more of in that day? Okay, and if you found, okay, I got into the negative, I got into the, well, forgive yourself. It's for hyphen giving. That is not for angels. That is not for heaven. That is for man. That is for women. That is what for giving it. Forgive yourself first. Then you can forgive others. Stop trying to do this, what I call the, the role of the, the martyr. I played that years ago, so I recognize it. I don't even play it with my clients anymore. You find the space within the heart for the compassion and hold them there and hold yourself there. Why? If you deal with, and this is where I'm going to tie in the map of consciousness and I'm done. The map of consciousness was written by initially a medical doctor, Hawkins, Okay. And he's, he lived in Sedona for a while. When I got out here, I didn't get to meet him because he left the planet in 2013. But I've got his books. The, his seminal work was the, when he wrote Power vs. Force, the map of consciousness. Mm -hmm. Most of us are down at 20, shame, 30, guilt. And I'm not looking at the map, folks. I've used it so long with myself and my clients. 30, shame, 50, apathy, 75, fear, 100. Most of our, quote, uh, what I call civilized countries, the U.S., Great Britain, France, Russia, China, there's no separation. We're talking about humans and people. They gravitated 75 and 100. They gravitated grief and fear. And that's what we're being fed a diet of, grief and fear. It takes us as beings of light. I don't care your color. I don't care your gender. I don't care your size. To stay in your light, bring that light up. Even anger is 125. Anger is higher. Asthma, you can't breathe. Breath, your connection to God. When you have asthma, when you have certain diseases, certain disorders, there is an emotional connection. And that's what asthma is. You cut off your breath. You cut off your connection to source. I can go through any disease or disorder and find you on the map. Where are we to cultivate? We have to get 310, willingness, okay? We have to get 500, that's love. Six, 640 is joy. 700 to 1,000, that is where Martin Luther King, Jesus, Buddha, Muhammad, all these leaders, men and women, that your name, 
can gravitate. You can change your name energetically when you change yourself. You don't have to be perfect. No one's asking you to be perfect. We're asking you to be you. Stay in your light. You all have a purpose. We're at a different purpose at different lives and times. Don't try to find this, well, what is my purpose in life? Okay, it changes. Because if you're listening to the source, creator, light within, you will change. You will find yourself gravitating and doing acts that are at level 500, at 650 that brings you joy. Sorry, joy is higher than happiness. And if I sign this fervent, because if there's anything else, I will leave this earth with my name being known by somebody and having touched somebody's life. Now, they may remember me for the dark because I was out of my, you know, I was in my ego at that, at that point. But you, most people are going to remember me because I'm valuing myself for the light that I gave, for the light that I tried to shine. And every single one on this call, you have something like that. So don't, as Marion was, don't be playing yourself small. Don't be playing yourself little. Stay, get that map. You can go out on Kindle now. You can get Apple Books. The map of consciousness. Somebody wrote, they actually just took the map and they tell you how to cultivate the things that you can do. But folks, most of us know we came here in grace. We came here with mercy. Your heart tells you. You don't need a five-step, 12-step program to tell you to do this, to do that, to be kind, to be that. Your heart knows. Mm. So just shine your light. Stay, stay in that light. Do your own forgiveness. Forgive others because to a stick. A large extent, we do create our own reality. Those thoughts are things and we end up fulfilling a self-fulfilling prophecy. And Tammy, for you, when it's time to go, baby, you just go. Because that's what I did. You are, at some point, you recognize even your day job, folks. Even what HHE has created. Source gave it to you. Source gave you a way to make that money and income. But don't you forget for a moment. Money is my own natural energy yield. Take the energy and put it somewhere else. Source will make sure you will get money when you do the good. God will bless in a mess, as I say in my church. Will bless in a mess. And let me tell you, all that sugar we say, y'all better be dumping. I don't care if it's cane sugar, monk sugar, stevia, whatever. Sweeten up your event. Sweeten up the deal. If it looks nasty, if it looks bad, Look at it, step back from it, and find where's the blessing in the mess. Where is the lemonade that you're going to make out of the lemons that were handed to you? And I mean, that's for any situation. You need to have your eyes, sorry, don't see everything that's there, and your ears sure can't hear everything. So what I want people to do is start discerning. Judgment is of man. You will judge situations. Judgment is of the ego. Stay in the light, stay in your heart, stay in that love. Mm -hmm. Lift yourself up and you will lift someone else up because we do create that reality. But thoughts are thing. I want everyone to stay positive. I want everyone to stay loving because that is the real purpose that we're here for. Mm -hmm. And you stop looking at the past, just let it go. Look at where you're going. Thank I you, love that. Thank yeah. you, Dara. I yeah. love that. I'm done.
No, that was amazing. Thank you so much. I'm I'm just so happy today's call was recorded because this is definitely something I want to go back on. So thank you, Adara. Mm -hmm. I love and, that. And this might be something you send out to your clients, the people that you're working with, your friends and your family, because this is a time when people are becoming divided at the same time. More and more people are becoming united and they only can become united when they get out of judgment and they become positive. Then that's the fire that gets us excited to unite together mm -hmm. for good. So yeah. excellent. And I just want to say about mm -hmm. that, because, you know, she's like talking about oh, vibrating. Yeah. And then we're going to wrap it up. Um, but vibrating at a high frequency, the, one of the biggest things I've learned in the past year isn't, it's not that, um, to have vibrated a high frequency, it's not that good things need to be always happening to you or that you're always making a good decision and, and winning and succeeding and that everything in life is bliss. That's not what high vibrating high frequency is. It's about it's about how do we navigate the highs and the lows, and how do I talk to myself when I mess up? Because I'm no I I there's almost nothing that brings that I notice is as harmful to my spirit as being around someone who's degrading themselves, who's saying I'm such an idiot. Oh, I'm so I'm so, oh, I can't believe I messed up. I'm such an it hurts. It literally hurts me. It's so harmful or hurtful to my heart. And I've just I'm like wow, that's amazing that that kind of self-talk is is so offensive to like natural human spirit so what i'm saying is like when we may when we mess up when we make mistakes when relationships with our family are totally tanking how do we approach that do we say like wow this is going to be a huge opportunity for us to have communication that we've never been forced to have in the past or like wow i totally made a mistake there how am i going to talk to myself anyway adara that's just what i want to mention about we talked about living in that high frequency it's not just all about roses it's about how we approach it so thank you for that it's been a wonderful podcast and a long one and we're so glad that you stuck through this with us we're going to go ahead and end the podcast and pop into our next call but again thank you everyone for joining us it's wonderful don't go anywhere uh this is just a temporary little recording thing here. Thank you, everyone. Hey, thank you for joining us. I hope you had as much fun as we did. If you would ever like to connect with us in person or live online for webinars, course certifications, events, conferences, parties, go ahead and check out our upcoming event schedule at www.holistichealtheducators.com. We would love to connect with you. We also host weekly live question and answer sessions. Until then, have a spectacular day.